What's up, Warriors? Guy Beverage with Protectors Toolkit. Church, safety, and security team development made simple. I'm so glad you're here tonight. We're going to go over three critical tools that I think every church safety and security protector should have on their tool belt at any given time. Before that, I want, to give, I want to get away with some of the housekeeping that we have here tonight. You know, God doesn't tell us to live in a spirit of fear. In fact, in 2 Timothy, he tells us uh, to have power, love, and sound judgment in everything that we do. So that's what we're going to do at Protector's Toolkit. Number two, if you're on Protector's Toolkit Facebook page, I'd like you to hit that share, that's, that like button so you can continue to follow us and continue to get good content just like this. If you would, go out there, please and share this video. Share this video with people that you know in your church protector group, your pastor or other team members that you have, because this information I think is so vitally critical to everything that we do. Now I want to get some other housekeeping notes out of the way and just tell you this. I call you warriors and I'll always call you warriors because of this. Early on in the Bible in Exodus it tells us this, the Lord is a warrior and the Lord is his name. And I know that I'm created in his image. So guess what? That makes me a warrior. And you are too. In your church, wherever you serve, you are a warrior. Believe it or not. You've got to have that mentality. You've got to have that warrior spirit with everything you do and have love in your heart when you do it. So you are a warrior. So welcome to Protector's Toolkit. We're going to talk about three critical tools that you need. And I think every church safety and security team member needs. And now it would be very easy where I am uh, in my background to easily just say, uh, here's the type of flashlight you should carry. Here's the type of multi-tool you should carry. Here's the type of, of gun you, you should carry. It'd be very easy for me to say the Glock is the best pistol ever developed. And you couldn't disagree. I'll just wait for the comments on that one. But what I want to talk about tonight is not specific tools, hard tools that we need. I think that's been done. I think everyday carry stuff is out there and it's done to death a lot of times. And it's all one man's opinion on the tool that you need. The tool that you need is the tool that you're going to use when you talk about physical tools like that. Tonight, what I'm going to talk about is a couple different things. Number one, the tool I want to talk about is wisdom. You know, wisdom's not the same as knowledge. If you have knowledge and you have facts and truth and perception and you don't apply it, then you don't have wisdom. Some of the qualities or primary qualities of wisdom are prudence. That's acting in ways that are likely to get you good results. The other quality of wisdom is understanding. That's accurate knowledge of the world and how it works and why it is the way it is. And then last but not least is flexibility. Being able to take in all the information you have, the facts and the truths and the perceptions that you have and apply it appropriately and being flexible when you do it, not be so rigid in your understanding. So wisdom is one of those tools I think everybody on the team uh, should have and have at their disposable at any given moment, no matter where they serve within the church. Wisdom is the first tool. If you're just joining us, we're talking about three critical tools I think are necessary for church safety and security. We're going over wisdom was the first one we're talking about. Now we're moving on to discernment. Now, discernment is big. You can find discernment in the Bible a lot of different times in a lot of different ways. There's a ton of, of articles and, and Bible passages on spiritual discernment. But what I'm talking about here is using your head and your heart in decision making. The character quality uh, of discernment can be developed only if you engage, grow, and, and change if you need to. If you look in the Bible in the Old Testament, Deborah was a judge and Deborah was sought out because of her wisdom and because of her discernment. She was very impartial in everything she did and she's one of the most per, uh, powerful women in the Bible. So discernment is mentioned a ton of times in there and I think every church safety and security team member needs to have discernment in everything they do. Discernment comes into play in this. It's a spidey sense. Discernment causes a spidey sense or a gut reaction. If you're a law enforcement officer, former uh, 
uh, first responder like that, you have a spidey sense. You have a gut instinct that's built into you. It's when the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. You haven't seen anything or perceived anything, but you just know the situation is wrong or about to go bad. We cannot let ourselves fall victim to that and just dismissing it. When we have that gut instinct, that spidey sense go off, we have to respond to it. Let me tell you why that happens. Physiologically, we have a problem within our bodies. Our brains are lazy. Now, maybe not you, but definitely you have a vision of somebody whose brain is really lazy. The brain wants to do one thing and one thing only when it wakes up. It wants to conserve calories. That's it. And when it can do that, it's very, very happy. Until you go to bed, it just tries to conserve calories. That's why everything we see with our eyes, our brain doesn't process that. It takes in big chunks of information. It takes in the sky is blue and the grass is green. Now, there are a ton of different shades in there between the sky and the grass. And if you're in Central Texas today, the sky is gray. And if you're in Central Texas in summer, the grass is brown. But our brain is very lazy. So when we see something that interrupts that pattern or those big chunks of information, that's a physiological response in our body to say, hey, man, wake up. Something just happened or is about to happen. The patterns were interrupted. We're on point right now. So don't dismiss that spidey sense of that gut instinct. Really seek that out and figure out what pattern was interrupted. That way discernment will help you. If you're not exposing discernment to the people that are out there on your parking lot ministry, they should be discerning everybody that comes in off the street. Whether they walk in or drive in, they should be actively engaging everybody with aggressive hospitality and discernment. Look at their countenance. Look at their face. Look at their posture. Look at everything about them. Discern them. So we figure out if they're for us or against us. We should be able to easily see if someone has a fake beard or a wig on when they're coming into our parking lot. That's discernment. If you're just joining us, we're talking about three critical tools I think every church safety and security team member should have. The first one was wisdom, then we went into discernment. Now we're moving on to adaptability. Adaptability is really one that I like. I love to engage with people, and that's what adaptability is really. It's, able, it's being able to adjust to new conditions or novel experiences. It's able to connect with everybody. I have a really good gift. I can go up to anybody at any time, stick my hand out, and connect with them on a personal level about anything. I do that personally because if I want to see someone in my church and I want to engage with them, I have to connect with them on a personal level if they're not from my church and I need to know more information about them. Once we can connect about something that uh, doesn't connect to the church and they, don't, and they don't have a bad feeling about me, they're going to give me a ton more information. When your team starts practicing adaptability and able to stick their hand out and talk to anybody, here's how it's going to help your team. Number one, they're going to be able to embrace and face new challenges. They'll be a lot better at it. Number two, it's going to make you better servant leaders out there. That's what we're looking for is to be better servant leaders in our ministries out there. So I've given you the three, the three critical tools I think are necessary for church protectors. Number one was wisdom and applying it appropriately. Number two was discernment, being able to figure out what is going on and what is around you. Don't dismissing your spidey sense. Number three was adaptability, sticking your hand out and being able to connect with anybody so you can learn more information about them. Now, let me give you a bonus tool that I think everybody should have in church safety and security. Now, when I say this at every, at every course that I teach, I get a lot of different looks until I start explaining. But the tool I think you need if you're going to be a good church safety and security protector is a towel. A towel is a look I get sometimes like, what the heck is he talking about? I, I get looks that say, you just asked a dog to do math. A towel is mentioned twice in the Bible where it says in John 13 and verses 4 and 5, it's mentioned twice right there. It says, 
Jesus took off his outer garments and wrapped a towel around his waist. And then in, in verse 5, it says Jesus took the towel off and dried his disciples' feet after he washed them. So we should have a towel when we serve because we are servant leaders. And that's God's uh, son on earth serving his disciples. He's humbled himself and served others. And that's why I recommend a towel because we are going to serve others. What we're doing really, if you wanted to have a business card about what we do in church safety and security, it would say customer service professional because that's what we should strive to be. When you've ever been involved in a, in a situation where you bought something and got really good customer service, you told others about it. You went back and you sought that out again. If you went to a restaurant and got really good customer service, chances are you ate there again and you recruited people to eat there as well. And wouldn't that be nice in church safety and security if people said nice things about us every time they interacted with us and wanted to come back to us every single time? So there you have it, Warriors. There's your three critical tools and one bonus tool. I think you need to be a good safety and security team member and a protector of others. Remember to share this video as far and wide as possible. Sharing is caring. As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And let's not forget that. Let's share it far and wide so we can be better at this and we can share with one another all these tools and tips and techniques so we can serve others better.